National Apprenticeship Week 2022 is the 15th annual week-long celebration of apprenticeships. The theme for National Apprenticeship Week 2022 is Build the Future, which focuses on reflecting how apprenticeships can help individuals to develop the skills and knowledge required for a rewarding career, and how businesses can develop a talented workforce with the necessary future-ready skills. The construction, planning and the built environment sector has seen the largest increase of people undertaking an apprenticeship between 2011 and 2020 and is amongst the top 10 most popular standards in the UK. Pickevrard are continuously dedicated in supporting all of our people with their development and learning and are proud to be an apprenticeship levy paying practice. We currently have apprentices studying within a variety of areas within the construction sector and across multiple locations in the UK. Today, I am joined by Sam Cullington, a building services engineer who is currently studying a BEng in building services engineering at Coventry University, and Henry Pell, an assistant quantity surveyor who is studying a BSc in quantity surveying and commercial management at Nottingham Trent University. I am Tasman Chamberlain, Learning and Development Advisor, and I'll be listening to our panel's thoughts and their experiences with apprenticeships. Thank you to our apprentices who are joining me today. As we've said in the introduction, we have Sam and we've also got Henry with us. Kicking off things first, one of the the first questions I'd like to ask to you both, but starting with you, Sam, what attracted you to your profession and starting your career via an apprenticeship rather than full-time study? So I joined Pick Everard as a premature apprentice as my previous career wasn't really going in the direction I was wanting it to. It was being pushed more down a sales sort of route, whereas I wanted to become more technical and more engineering based in my career and so the apprenticeship with Pick Everard really offered me an opportunity to gain the engineering qualifications I needed to take a step in that direction whilst earning uh, being a mature student I have family commitments and then personal life commitments so I did need a regular income while studying so the the full-time study route wasn't really personally an option for me. That's great. And what are your thoughts, Henry? What attracted you to your profession? Um, what attracted me to the profession was the construction industry itself, really. So I've always been interested in construction because many of my family work within construction. And then I discovered the role of quantity surveying by accident, almost really, by finding a degree apprenticeship and, and then once learning about the role, getting the mix of working in the office and going to site to see construction progress so it really appealed to me the apprenticeship route is was even better because i didn't want to go to university i wanted to go to work but also wanted to further my education at the same time and then discovering about degree apprenticeships was was a perfect balance because i get to go to work and also learn at the same time and get a degree and it's turned out very beneficial there's none of the uh, drawbacks of university like no debt but i'm also getting to to work and gain practical experience and, and knowledge and both the university and working have gone hand in hand helping each other. That's fantastic Henry thank you and just staying with you could you tell us a, a little bit more about your programme of study and how it's structured for you? I'm studying a BSc honours degree in quantity surveying and commercial management at Nottingham Trent University. The university course itself is five years 
and go to the university one day a week. But as the, the degree I'm studying is on an apprenticeship course, which is accredited by the RICS, it means in the third year of my study, I can begin completing the RICS APC, which takes three years. So I then overlap the APC study with the degree, meaning that once I graduate, which for myself is in 2023, I can sit my APC final interview the following year. I'm currently in my fourth year at university. I've been at the care ride since 2017. That's fantastic to know. So you're being able to not only study your degree and your qualification, but you're also able to study your professional route towards chartership as well at the same time. Exactly, yeah. So I get um, support through getting chartered as well. That's wonderful. And can I ask, Henry, is is that the case for those studying on, say, a more traditional route? I studied my degree and doing the APC alongside it as the degree is accredited by the RICS um, and I'm getting the practical experience at work. It means by the time I graduate, I will have had five years practical experience and I wouldn't be able to sit the APC if I'd had studied on a more traditional route because I would have had three years at university but no practical experience so I would have then had to go into work and work for three years before I can then begin completing the APC so it's definitely a a more beneficial route for me for being able to sit the APC sooner. Thank you Henry that definitely does sound that it has some absolute great benefits for you and in terms of your experience that you're able to get whilst working and learning at the same time. Sam, can you tell us a little bit about your course and and how it's structured as well? Okay, thank you, Jasmine. So similar to, to Henry, I I have a day release once one day a week to uh, to university from work. My degree is over six years and of those six years, the first Five years are academic teaching at levels four to six, which gives you the the modules and the formal credits to attain a bachelor's of engineering and building service engineering. And then the final year level or the year six is a development year where you work with the universities and they mentor you and prepare you for your end, what they call an endpoint assessment towards uh, gaining incorporated engineer status with the British Engineering Council. Um, now that said, that's the final year where we do mock interviews and we put our project reports together and demonstrate that we have the skills required, which SIBSI are looking for, SIBSI being the Chartered Institute of Building Service Engineers, what they're looking for, for you to attain that incorporated engineer status. But we also develop that with yearly meetings with our work mentors and academic mentors where they monitor our progress throughout the six years to make sure we are building up a a, a sort of project portfolio which we can use then for our, our final presentation um, when it comes to the endpoint assessment. That sounds fantastic as well, Sam. So as much as you're both studying, I think fair to say, very different degrees and different areas of the construction industry you're both as through studying via the apprenticeship scheme I'm that you're going to be able to reach those as you as you refer to it Sam as in that end point to include that aspect you know and route to chartership as well as gaining the degrees 
Yes, and, and the emphasis on certainly my building services engineering degree is it being a more vocational course. So to get the incorporated engineer status, you do have to show hands-on workplace practical experience. But similar to that, the, the lecturers, a lot of them are ex-industry, they're engineers, and they, they have a wealth of knowledge. They try and impart and, and bring a broader understanding of the industry to their academic teachings and and certainly what what they try and impart on you is is to become a more rounded engineer so you you, you know we we do operate in in some aspects in very specific areas but but actually with the university they 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 do look to give you that sort of more broader rounded knowledge that's required to demonstrate skills and knowledges um required for the incorporated engineer accreditation Wonderful. Thank you, Sam. So, Sam, you started your apprenticeship back in September of 2018, and both you and Henry were some of the first apprentices via the new apprenticeship framework that was launched. What made you accept the offer from Pig Everard to study via an apprenticeship and on that route? What made me accept the offer of an apprenticeship was that Pick Everard fully engaged with the apprenticeship scheme. Whilst being an apprentice, I have a set-up workplace mentor, which monitors my academic and professional development. Something else that was really important to me is the variety of personnel we have within our office and the variety of projects we have being delivered through the Building Services Division at Pick Everard. Another thing which attracted me to the apprenticeship is they give me the 20% off the job training time for day release at university, so that's fully ring-fenced for me to undertake my academic studies. But that also provides time to undertake assessment work, such as reports, assignments, and the revision for the exams, which comprise of the apprenticeship scheme. Something I particularly find useful being at Pick Everard is that I'm surrounded by experts within the industry which I can use to gain insight on certain topic matters that arise at university which I can then bring through to my coursework or add some extras into presentations or other forms of examination on the degree course. Wonderful, thank you for sharing that Sam, that's that's a great insight. So Henry, I want to just come to you now and you, you probably already know that the theme for National Apprenticeship Week 2022 is Build the Future. How are you finding that your apprenticeship is supporting you to develop the necessary skills that you need? I think the apprenticeship is definitely preparing me for the future as I'm able to learn at university about new technologies, for example, which we may not be directly involved with at Pick Everard, but vice versa, I'm also able to gain knowledge at work before I'm taught at university, giving me almost a, a leg up in my studies. So it's really helping me to develop the necessary skills. That, but I also think the apprenticeship is preparing me in what I personally think is, is the best way possible as I'm gaining practical experience whilst working at Pick Everard. And I'm also gaining knowledge in the workplace and then getting a qualification alongside it. By doing it that way, it means that I can put into practice what I'm being taught almost immediately and also I get the benefit of being at work and learning to how to deal with real life problems faced on projects uh, which may not necessarily be taught at university if you're studying it full time 
those problems are often unique and specific to a project and then by them coming up it really helps you to understand how it should be done properly and gain those necessary skills needed to to solve problems and and develop uh, within within my role so it's, it's really helping me and definitely preparing me for the future thank you henry that's a great insight and just a question for you both what do you think the impact has been on the more traditional study routes as apprenticeships themselves are becoming more obtainable in a vast array of areas? I think apprenticeships will have a big impact on the traditional study routes. Personally, as I, I think not everyone wants to go to university or to study full time and be many people that will want to work instead. And an apprenticeship gets you working in the role that you want to be in quicker and also allows you to further your education and get qualifications at the same time just by doing it in a slightly different different way and I think there's many benefits to studying on an apprenticeship rather than a traditional study route uh, for example mm. getting getting a wage the experience and the practical knowledge as well as the academic knowledge that you'll be getting from a degree I think they're they're really desirable and I think eventually apprenticeships will be more sought after than than the traditional study routes if they become more available in in all roles. I agree and I think this just links back to to something that was that you mentioned earlier in the sense of where studying something that's more vocational Sam I think you said this I'm um, now if I think back to when when I personally went to university I I studied the the more traditional route and at that time apprenticeships weren't something that was on offer however as I was drawing to the end of my time at university and, and towards completing my degree when I was on the search for for jobs a lot of these uh, a lot of the the companies for the industry that I had had opted to study in required a certain amount of experience as well and it was something that I couldn't have gained because I'd spent the three years at university so I do think you are correct there Henry in the sense of you know providing different options and like you said not everybody wants to go and necessary study full-time. Sam do you do you have any thoughts on this? You said you studied something previously. You're right Tasmin I did. Previously I undertook a full-time degree course in one of the more traditional honorary degrees in criminology. What I see with the apprenticeship is really it's almost enhanced degree compared to the more traditional study routes of full-time um, education. You're, you're getting so much more than just academic qualification. You're getting exposure to lecture, lecturers who are ex-industry as, as your peers. The, the, the way they train you to submit your assignments is, is in a report form, which is incredibly useful. Um, through the degree, I've attained industry-recognised accreditations for, for software, which is, is used daily in my workplace. But I think more importantly as well, something with the apprenticeship degree course is that I personally feel you gain more soft skills relevant to your day-to-day -day jobs. I, I interact with other apprentices that are working in other consultancy practices, and I'm broadening my network of contacts in the industry but getting an understanding of how other companies operate and how they deliver their projects that's great thank you both some really great insights there in terms of you know the impact on, on towards traditional study routes 
Henry, I'd love to know what opportunities has your apprenticeship given you at, at work and, and what has been the highlight of your apprenticeship journey so far? Uh, I've had loads of opportunities so far, all in, in different projects, in different industries and sections of construction. I've got to go to site and see construction in progress and, and demolition as well. Uh, I've got to shadow other people at work and to learn how how they carry out their, their day-to-day tasks and and see how they deal with the problems that they face. I've also been able to sit into meetings to, to learn more about the role of a quantity surveyor and, and able to develop my own skills by being able to attend those meetings and, and visits, leading to be able to go to site on my own and to carry out assessments and other opportunities I've got from being an apprentice is by being able to work in a practical environment it has developed my other skills such as communication and negotiation as a speaking with multiple people from different companies and in different roles and that's improved my confidence greatly as to be able to speak to someone else and to be able to um, preview other people's work you need to have confidence in, in your own knowledge and knowing what to do so that's that's really helped me a lot the highlight of my apprenticeship journey so far is um, a recent one really at the end of 2021 I was awarded the national winner in the BNP Everard Awards for being professional and that's that's definitely been my highlight achievement so far so I'm very pleased with that. That's fantastic congratulations Henry that's definitely a a well-deserved achievement and definitely a highlight to recognise. Thank you very much Tasman I appreciate that. And Sam the the same question comes across to you and what opportunities have you know has, has your apprenticeship given you and what has been your highlight of the apprenticeship so far? So the opportunities I feel the apprenticeship has given me at work is that almost as the label of being an apprentice, I find that people's approach to me is, is slightly different. I, I'm actively brought into Teams meetings, like Henry said, but also viewed as someone who is seeking to gain experience and seeking to learn. And, and I find that actually my colleagues respond really well to that. They, they, they do approach me regularly. Have you seen this? Have you, this is going on in the industry. Have you seen this opportunity to attend this seminar? And, and actually with this umbrella of, or a label of apprentice above me, I, I certainly found it's almost like a magnet for, for people to come forward, offer advice, offer help. Again, being a slightly maturer apprentice, you know, I think without that sort of label on me, people might take have certain assumptions about my previous experience. But actually, I do quite enjoy having the stigma attached as an apprentice for all those reasons I previously mentioned. And, and for me personally, the highlight of my apprenticeship so far is I'm currently working on projects at the House of Parliament which is obviously a UNESCO World Heritage Site, quite a prestigious client. I've had the opportunity to sit in client meetings. I've had the opportunity to interact with parliamentary heritage architects and broader board team members that are dictating the works that are on site there. So it's not only the notoriety of the client and the site I'm working with, it's also the opportunity to engage with those clients and be a face in the team that are presented to such a prestigious client. And knowing that the works that were undertaken on site are of a national interest, to, to ensure parliamentary business continuity and de-risking quite an old heritage site. 
That sounds like a very interesting project. My last question to close this podcast this afternoon is, again to both of you, and I will come to you, Henry, first. What advice do you have for an individual who is considering studying via an apprenticeship? I think my main piece of advice for anyone studying an apprenticeship would be to manage your time well. I think it's very easy to end up with lots of work and university assignments building up and the last thing that you want to be doing is after a day at work is coming home to do loads of university work and having to rush to get through that to to meet deadlines. I think it's really important to, to plan your time because with an apprenticeship, for myself anyway and the university course I'm doing most of the hours required to complete the university worker and needed to be done at home in your own time it's not all done at university so you really need to manage your time out and set it out well so you've got chance to get your work done and have some free time as well because that's important too I think a big piece of advice would be to take the opportunities offered to you as you're going to be working with other people who have got experience within the industry and to get as much chance as you can to learn from them and to improve and develop that way. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Henry. And you make a very good point there about not just, of course, taking up that that opportunity if it's offered to you, but the aspect around managing time, because you are correct as as much as you know that the 20% of the job training is part of the apprenticeship. And I think it's fair to say that for, for all apprenticeship, there is an element of putting your own time in to study as well and you're definitely correct it's also absolutely very important to have free time as well so some great advice there and Sam what advice would you give somebody who is wanting to study fine apprenticeship I think with the apprenticeship scheme I think you get out of it what you put into it it is very important to balance work, time and, and, and your personal life. But I find that with the apprenticeship degree, if you can take the opportunities to take away what you're studying academically and, and bring it into the workplace to ask your colleagues, oh, I learned this yesterday. How does this relate to what we're doing here? And how can I apply that? You really maximise your benefit of the study and working simultaneously. I'm in year four of the degree of six, but the time has passed really, really quickly. And I'm sure the next two years will pass equally as quickly. But the way I look at it in the context of my working career, six years is actually a really short period. And I don't want to miss any opportunity there is to to gain experience quickly and to, to draw the parallels between the academic first principles which underpin my engineering discipline to how I can apply them in my everyday job. So for me personally, it's you, you get out what you put into it. It's not just an academic process. It is so much more rounded than that. There's so much more skills to be obtained and opportunities as well to be had out of the, the apprenticeship scheme. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Sam. Another piece of, of great advice there. Thank you both so much for joining me this afternoon to take part in this podcast. It's been really interesting to speak with you both and to learn more about your thoughts and reasons of why you're taking part in in an apprenticeship and, and what you're being able to gain from this for your future. It's been, as I said, really interesting to, to listen to. 